Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Downtown Dollar Bill Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Dollar Bill. And I'm downtown. And this, if you are a football fan, this week is for you. Because we're going to bet on every game this week. Yes. And I came up with this idea last night. Yes, he did. We should do every NFL game because we've been doing, we've been mixing the sports up, which we're going to continue to do. Mm-hmm. This week, just the NFL. I think it's probably the biggest week of the year for matchups. There's some pretty good matchups. We get Dallas and Philadelphia, Cincinnati and Buffalo, the Chiefs and Miami and Germany. I can tell you from just doing <laughs> weekly picks in our in our pool this was like the hardest week of the whole year to this point for sure like like most weeks like like we're in a confidence pool that the dollar bill is referring to so you have to like rank like the higher rank is you feel more confident in that in that pick um usually a lot of the teams are the same it's like it comes down to like how you ranked it like I did win last week because I ranked Kansas City lower than everybody else. That's kind of how that works. So in a week like this, like it, if you can get, get like probably ten out of the fifteen games right, you'll probably win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and be, I'm and I'm in fifth, fun. and I'm in fifth in that pool. By the way, that's impressive. It is first year. First year, I, I got a I, shot. That's that's good. I got a chance. Have you won a week or are you just very consistent? I'm just very consistent. That well, that that's how you win because you, you do get um you, there's money paid out for uh winners picked. So that's most winners of the year, obviously. That goes all the way through the playoffs. Right. There is a playoff portion of this pool. Yeah. So, thank you. That'll be fun. <laughs> um, later. And um, yeah, and then there's total points, and then you then you do get the fifty dollars for every week you do win. So if if you win a couple of weeks or or you do well, um, pool pays for itself. So yeah, that that's good. I'm glad I got you in that. Um, before we get into week nine of the NFL, it's week nine, right? Yeah, it is yeah. week nine. Man, the season's going quick. Halfway point, unbelievable. Halfway. Yeah, halfway point because we do have uh, 18 weeks now, which still seems kind of weird when you it say is. week. Right. Um, so we're going to revisit last week and we're going to see how smart we were do you feel confident in your picks from last week i actually do okay well we will revisit our picks here i I know i know i've got at least like maybe two or three right (laughs) yeah i think i think we ended up doing um two picks from each sport yeah that's college football the nba the NFL and the NHL. Yeah. Um, we didn't, well, I, I think the world series started and we were recording. So we At just kind of, yeah. Um, before we jump into last week's picks, um, this was the lowest watched world series in yeah. a long time. Um, my opinion is there wasn't, there, there wasn't any love or any hate. Like this was a locally based World Series, in my opinion. It was like Texas has their following, but does anybody like really hate Texas or really love them that isn't in that area? That was more of like a regional world yeah. series, like that, Southwest. That, that's kind of what I meant when I said like a local yeah. based. Um, and like like if it was the Yankees in there all the people that hate the Yankees would be cheering for Arizona. Mm-hmm. Nobody really hates Texas. Like it, You might dislike them because people are saying they bought a World Series with their Corey Seager and, my, and Marcus Simeon signings, but everyone makes signings. Like yeah, this. but it, if I can make the argument, if they bought a World Series, then they would have won it last year. Right. That's kind of what my thinking is. Like Every team should do what texas did if if you have if you don't have a a starting rotation that you're confident in go get one Mm -hmm. don't just 
keep keep trying and trying and failing. Like if you need a second baseman, oh, here's a top second baseman on the market. Give him what he wants. Exactly. Yeah. So um yeah, congratulations to Texas. Um I, I saw like only eight and a half million had watched. Yeah. Um there was a few blowouts. Game and, four was the blowout. Yeah, well and in game two was a blowout on Arizona side. Right. So honestly, when when Arizona like they blew game one, we were recording. I thought Arizona had won the game. You yeah. text me after we're done recording, saying Texas just tied it. I was like, holy shit! I thought this game was <laughs> over. And then, and I'm like, okay, well, well, that's tough. That's a tough break for Arizona. Then they go out, and I didn't watch game two. They nine uh, one, big big win. Yeah. So I'm like, now you're going back. And and I said on the show last week, the way it's set up, if the road team can steal a game in those first two, you you should be set. But Texas, did they did they go undefeated on the road? They went this? undefeated. So did they break the LA Kings record for most road wins? They might LA, have. The LA Kings had eleven in the 2012 Stanley Cup. Yeah, they yeah the Rangers yeah. went eleven. They didn't have as many games, so yeah, it's even more impressive. But I think the Kings went like eleven and three or something that year on the road, which right. is like but but the fact that Texas went undefeated on the road and they were not a good road team in the regular season. No, it was like a ninety win team versus an eighty. Three win team, like these two teams shouldn't have been in the World Series. Right. Like that's why, like, it makes me crazy. Like our 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 boy JC, he's always like pro baseball and all this stuff. And I'm like 162 games, and you play two games, and you're out. Like, I I don't understand the format, but like you had three 100 team 100 win teams in the Major League Baseball, and they had a combined one win in the playoffs. Yeah. That's so insane. It's insane. Totally insane. And the only American League East team to win in October was the Red Sox. And they didn't even make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Which is like I I I've told that to a few people, and then they kind of go, Oh yeah, really? And then they look at me second, they're like, What? What do you mean? I was like, Well, they had a game on October 1st and they won. <laughs> the rest of the teams didn't win a game in the playoffs. Yeah. But anyways. The season's over. Congrats to the Texas Rangers. Yep. Our first game last week was now I made the mistake by not writing the entire matchup. Louisville. And Duke. And Duke. That's who it was. Okay. I couldn't remember who they beat. They they beat them down good. We both had Louisville minus six. So we start the week off with a win. I had two units. You had three. Congratulations. Big win for us with the yes. Louisville minus six. Unfortunately, the next game, we both had Utah plus six and a half versus Oregon. Oregon wins big here. We, I, w- I was liking Utah here. Yeah. So were you, you only put one unit on it. I had three. So, unfortunately, that was a loss. Um. Our next um, our next game was the NBA, where we went against each other, which I always find the most fun. And I hope we have a lot of those in the NFL uh, point spread picks today. Because mm-hmm. it'll be make it for like you know, a little bit more exciting than, oh, we're both going to take this team. So I might even go against you sometimes just for fun. Right. right. We, uh, you, I had the Pelicans minus three and a half <clears throat> against the Knicks. They win 96 to 87. Yeah. So I get the win here. That's a big win. That's a nine point win. They were favored by three and a half. You had the Knicks plus three and a half points. That's a loss for you, my friend. Very sorry about that. I'm not really that sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to get the win. Uh, the next game here, um, I had to steer you with the Raptors and how they had been under like all season so far. Mm hmm. Didn't work out for me in this one. They played the 76ers. The total score was 114 to 107, which makes that 221. I had under 217. I had five units on that. So wow. that, that's, that's a bad loss. 
Um, you had the Raptors plus three and a half, two units. You you lost that one as well, unfortunately, man. And we'll go back one second. You did lose two units on that Knicks plus three and a half when, mm-hmm. when I had the Pelicans. Yeah. So we're on a bit of a losing streak here. Next game, NFL. I was all over this line. The Cincinnati Bengals plus five. I thought they could win outright, and they did. They won big, 31-17. They the did. Um, I had five units on that. They won outright by 14. I had the five points, too. Fortunately, my friend, you weren't feeling the line. You took the over-under on this one. You took under 43. It was a total score of 48. Two units lost. Mm. But we make up for it. Next game, I believe this was the Monday night game. Yeah, it was the Monday night. This game cost Josh McDaniels his job. (laughs) Now, I I think there might have been some other issues there with uh, the trade deadline. Yeah. Maybe maybe the owner wanted to make some deals for uh, Devontae Adams and some other players, maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, McDaniels didn't want to do it, so... If you're fighting with the owner, the owner is going to win. Yeah. We both had the Lions minus eight. I put 10 units on it. You put five. Lions win 26 to 14. So that was a big win for me. You win five units, which is also good. And and the boxing rings ready to go here. My, my computer's making noises. Ring a ding ding. Ring a ding ding. Um, and, and the final two games uh, was the NHL on Sunday. Um, Colorado versus Buffalo Sabres. We both had Colorado. They get shut out. Wow. For nothing. Wow. <laughs> did not see that coming. For nothing loss. I had five units on the Avalanche. They were like the best team in the NHL going into this game. So I was feeling confident. Didn't work out. You lost two units on that. You had Colorado as well. Um, and in the final game, we each had one unit on the Heritage Classic, which is the outdoor game. Calgary Flames versus the Oilers. Um, the Oilers end up winning this game five to two. Yeah. I had Calgary. Um, you had Edmonton for one unit. Congratulations. Total units won by downtown 19 units. All right. Which brings my total to one unit. <laughs> Because I bet a lot last week. I cover my losses. Thank God for the Lions. You, uh, I didn't write down how many units you wagered. I could add them up if you want. Yeah. But you ended up winning nine units, which brings your total to a negative 10. Meh. Like I said, we, we started with 100. This was going to be a learning curve. Yeah. We If we go into the negative, that's okay. Yeah. This is the week, right? This NFL, is... point spread. I start with one unit. You start with negative 10. Um, well, I'm not going to put a limit on, on anything this week. Yeah. Um, maybe don't bet thousand units. Oh no. no. <laughs> maybe we'll put a limit as a, for, for five units is the max per, per okay. game. Or and uh, yeah, so it's, it's been a learning curve. Mm-hmm. We're not experts by any means. Yeah. This is this is for fun. It's more of a a challenge between me and you, mm-hmm. and a way to talk to talk sports without having to do too many previews or anything like that. We're just we're just in. We're we talk about the game. We're we're ready to go. All right. If you have the point spreads in front of you, I do. We will go with what we will go with what you have. All right. That's and, fair. Um, maybe I would just say start at the top and let's get to the bottom. And and I believe how many games do we got here? Uh let me see. Three, oh. six, nine, twelve, thirteen games. Because okay. we had because we had a Thursday game last night. Right. And you know what? I um uh, on my personal account, I did bet Tennessee plus three, so I lost that by one point. Will Levis was driving through an interception at the end, so. It was close. All right. Well, 
let's begin with uh oh this is a minor game it's in germany the dolphins <laughs> and the chiefs chiefs are a two-point favorite for this the over under is 50 <laughs> yeah I, I i like that over under is intriguing um, and, and like I said, we, we can do over under instead of the point spread mm-hmm. if we want, but I think a lot of this is going to be us, um, competing against each other. Yeah. I haven't liked what Kansas city has been doing in the last few weeks. They take a big loss to the Denver Broncos last Sunday. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, Kansas city didn't upgrade wide receiver position with the trade deadline. I really you thought they think they would. Um. Yeah, like, and Jalen Ramsey's back. I I think they're gonna double Travis Kelsey. You can almost have Jalen follow him. That that would be smart because he's mm-hmm. big enough where he could cover Travis Kelsey. You could even put a linebacker in there too, and then make make um, Kansas City beat you with with their other players. I'm gonna take Miami plus two here. Um, and I'm gonna I'll put two units on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now because I know when we did our preview show for the NFL season, mm. I said the Chiefs were gonna repeat. So did I. <laughs> I think since we're now in November, the Chiefs not getting a wide receiver will come back to bite them. I just can't see them, you know, being in a position, not getting a wide receiver at the trade deadline for them to come and win another Super Bowl right now. Unless... Do, you, do you see a scenario where they're not in the AFC championship, though? Because I still see them probably hosting the AFC championship. I, I see them still in the <laughs> conference title game. Yeah. I just don't know if they'll win at this point yeah because you you know you talk about buffalo i don't trust buffalo at all miami i think either miami or baltimore right now would be the biggest threat to the chiefs i I would say baltimore i would actually say miami honestly well it kind of depends on how everything goes like like if if Miami ended up winning their division and Kansas City slid a little bit and Miami that game was in Miami, then hell yes. I just don't see Tua and those guys coming to Arrowhead in January and beating Kansas City. Right. But if if for some reason that game is is in Miami, then then I would definitely change my tune. And um honestly, this game, I think this is a Kansas City home game, technically. Yeah. But if this game was in Arrowhead, I'd probably be going the other way. But that's what I'm going Miami plus two because, um, you know, the, in in our confidence pool, this was my one pointer. Yeah, well, that's, you don't want to lose any points for you. For you yeah, not on this one. <laughs> so I'm gonna wager one unit that it will be under fifty points. Okay. That's how little confidence I have in that game. <laughs> You say one unit? One unit. All right. Yeah, yeah. the 50 points is a lot. If you have like a, a turnover in the red zone, like basically to get 50, they probably have to score touchdowns on every second drive, mm-hmm. which could happen. Like yeah. I just see, I can see this game. I don't know if you remember a few years ago, uh, Kansas City and LA Rams having this. Oh, yeah. Crazy offensive showdown. I was actually, points I was actually in New Orleans watching the Saints that Sunday right. when that game was going on. So I, I could almost see something like that happening too. So right. hopefully it's a good game. All right. So we're not uh, getting to this one. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we will. All right. Next game, uh, we go from the top to the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> The Cardinals at the Browns. Browns are a 10-point favorite. The over-under is 38 and a half. Okay. Um, I don't like 
double digit favorites, even in when when a team is like Arizona, let's say. Mm-hmm. Clayton Tunes starting this game. Tyler Murray's coming back. He's not ready. They traded Josh Dobbs to Minnesota. Um, I I don't know about Cleveland covering the spread, so I'm gonna take um I'm gonna take under because Cleveland's defense has been pretty good. Yeah, it has. I I think they'll probably hold Arizona um probably to under um 10 points. So maybe 21, 21 to seven or ten or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I'll put three units on that. I feel pretty confident in in uh, the Cleveland defense um, holding a holding a rookie, basically. If Dobbs was playing this game, I would go with the plus 10 if he was still there. <laughs> That's how much faith you got in Josh Dobbs, Mr. Smooth, eh? Yeah, I mean, he had them in, like, what was it, the first four or five games of the season? Hey, he be- he beat the Dallas Cowboys. He did. He thing. beat the Cowboys. That's how I was out ousted of the loser pool in that pool we were referring to. Yep. Ugh. Um geez. Yeah, that it's that 10 points. That's right. If it was 9.5, would you feel different? Ten that 10 seems so much bigger. I know it does. <laughs> and I don't know how Deshaun Watson's gonna play. That, it's going to be his first game in weeks. Play. Is he playing? I've heard he's playing. Well, the doctors cleared him. Yeah. That he's playing. He's like, well, well the only him. doctor that he needs to clear him is Dr. Watson, you know. But. There you go. <laughs> um, he contract. He doesn't have to play. He just stay home and get massages. Oh. You know what? <laughs> I'm I'm not going to do a lot of the agreed bets where like I totally agree with you but I think I'm gonna agree with you on this that it's going to be under the 38 and a half uh I'll wager I'll wager two units okay and bonus bet how many massages one and a half over under under <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't even think he's allowed to get massages anymore. Yeah. Sorry, Deshaun. That's no. All okay. Right. So we're through two games and we still have no head to head going on. So I'm going to have to get you to pick the next game because All I right. might just. I'll do that. Fun. So the next game is Bears at Saints. New Orleans is an eight and a half point favorite. Holy cow. Over under is 41 and a half. So yeah, I'll go first on this. Come on, take those points. I love the Bears. I, I'm, I'm gonna say something. I was gonna I was gonna save this till we did the command skins game, but I think I'm gonna say it now. Command skins is gonna be trending this year. Guarantee it. The Bears getting Montez sweat is a good deal for them. <clears throat> if he signed. Right. He basically is going to be playing for a job for the Bears because he was in the last year of his contract, was more than likely going to be a free agent at the end mm-hmm. of the season. I really think Sweat is going to improve that Bears defense a lot. He is, I really feel on the defensive line, he is one of the most underrated players in the league. I really do. So I'm going to wager three units on the Bears plus eight and a half. Oh, wow. Now, is Montez Sweat playing in this game? I would think he would. Now, I know he's a pass rusher. And you don't have to really study too much of the playbook, right? To say, hey, go get the pass, go go get the quarterback. I, I could kind of see him maybe coming in situationally. I, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be a big factor in this game. Um, yeah, I, well, I think the Bears traded for him just to get ahead of it because they yeah. can franchise tag him if he decides he doesn't want to stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the Bears like trading these high second rounders for players that are going to be free agents. Like they did the same thing with, with Claypool last year. I was very surprised by this trade. Um, elite pass rushers are hard to find. They are. And you got to pay for them. But now all the, like, Montez Sweat can kind of just kind of sit there and, and say, no, I want more money. I want more money. I, I know you guys want me, so. And I, I think the franchise tag for a, for a pass rusher is pretty pretty decently high, especially with Nick Bosa's deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you put three units on this, hey? Yeah. There's eight and a half. Um, everybody knows that listens to the show. If you paid attention, I am a big Saints fan. They they looked pretty good last week against uh, against Indy. I think when they play when they play a team that they know that they're better than and they can play their game, I think they have a very good offense. <clears throat> Rashid Shahid had three catches for like over 150 yards, a couple big plays. Um, Kamara's looked really good since coming back from suspension. I. I like the Saints uh, to cover that eight and a half here. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take uh, Saints minus eight and a half. I'm putting five units on this. Ooh, all right. It's the Bears. Come on. Top Bears. Top Bears. I love I love that that bit. Oh, it, I used to quote that all the time when I was teaching. We'd be like, Top Bears. <laughs> Would you rather have, who'd win in a fight, Coach Ditka or a Hurricane? But the hurricane is named Ditka. Oh man, that's a little too much. Awesome. That's an actual skin. I have to find that one for you. But the hurricane named Ditka. Doppers. <laughs> that's uh, like, I, I, get it. I get it. If I was from the Chicago area, I would be a Bears fan. All right. Uh, Nick. It took uh, Miss Trubisky over Mahomes. That's got to kill everybody. I, I know. At least he got Connor Bedard. All right, next game. Rams at Packers. Packers are a three-point favorite. The over-under, 38 and a half. Okay, I have a question for Las Vegas. Have they watched the Packers this year? Hmm. Now, this is a team that lost to the Broncos. Yeah. Okay. Now the Broncos beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. But before this, they lost to Miami by 50. Mm -hmm. That's something we should have referred to in our first game. The Chiefs lost to the team that Miami beat by 50. And they're the favorite. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the I'm taking the Rams here with the points. Plus, uh, did you say 3.5? Three, 3. Just 3. Okay. Um now I know like uh some of the Rams players are hurt. I don't know if Matthew Stafford's playing in this team, but honestly, I think Jordan Love might complete more passes to the the Rams secondary than mm-hmm. the Packers players. So, um I I just think it's kind of strange that it would be a three point. Maybe that's just because it's at Lambeau. But yeah. I'm gonna take Rams plus three uh, for two units. I think part of it also might be the fact that how the Rams played last week against Dallas. True, true. I, I think that was a get right game for Dallas coming up. Philly's coming up. Yeah. So. But yeah, um, I agree with with last week's games. Definitely had something to do with it. I, I, yeah, I think so. I actually am going to go with the Packers on this. Oh, I love it. I'm going to wager two units on the Packers minus three. Okay, now I'm more concerned with my Rams pick, but. That's what I liked about this show. And the only reason I'm picking them is because the game is in Lambeau. And you never know from this point of the I made season mistake. Where, what the weather's going to be. Last week, I made that mistake. I took them to beat the Vikings. <laughs> and the Vikings are up like 
couple touchdowns early. And I'm like, oh, okay. I guess sometimes I forget Jordan Love's still there and it's not like Rodgers or Favre. Right. <laughs> I see that Green Bay. I'm like, oh, Green Bay. Yeah, they're a good team. No, they're not. All right. Uh, next game. Vikings at Falcons. Atlanta's a four-point favorite. The over under 37 and a half. 37 and a half. 37 and a half. Um, okay, so we have a brand new quarterback here, Jaron Hall, starting for Minnesota, right? Josh Dobbs was traded there, but he's not starting. He's yeah. gonna be uh, the rookie. Um before last week's game, Atlanta had a top five defense. Mm-hmm. They were playing pretty well. That like I don't know, maybe that was the competition they had, and their numbers were a little inflated because of who they were playing. Um, I I like the uh, the Falcons under pick here. It's a thirty eight and a half, right? Thirty seven and a half. Thirty seven and a half. Yeah, I, I don't expect Minnesota to get that many points with uh, Justin Jefferson still out. Jaron Jaron Hall, new quarterback. That would that would be something if uh, if Atlanta lost to another rookie because Will Levis let him up. I don't see Minnesota doing that. It, like if Kirk Cousins was playing this game, I would be going the other way. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I like the under here. Falcons under thirty-seven and a half. I see you. two two units. All right. Well, you know, you've mentioned some names, but there's one name that you have not mentioned or did not mention, which I'm kind of disappointed about, and that is the starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons this week, the man, the myth, <laughs> the legend that is Taylor Heineke. That's true. He is the starting quarterback this week. And and I hated how the coach said that for this week. Just let him play. If he, Give him if the he, job. Did you but, not see what he did in Washington? Yeah, like Desmond Ritter is a hot bag of shit. I mean. Honestly. Like, okay. as a Saints fan, I love it that they keep throwing him out there. I hope they give him an extension. Okay. But when Tyler Haneke was traded there or or when he signed, I was like, oh, that's a good signing for them. It I'm is. Not... It is. Because he can win games for you. He can. It, you know who he reminds me of? Who? Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's a good comparison. He He's never going to win. Get He's not really going to get you to the playoffs. He's not going to win you a Super Bowl. But in the middle of the season, when you need a win, he'll go to battle for you. You know, you know what Heineke kind of is? He's one of those like mythological legends <laughs> right. you know, where it's like, yeah, he's not one of the greatest that ever played the game, but damn yeah. it, people liked him. It's like Fitzmagic. That's why right. I those two. I'm, I mean, okay. How many quarterbacks in the National Football League today can say that that's current, that's active, I mean, I took Tom Brady to the limit in the playoffs in my first game and then beat him the next season. Yep. There aren't that many folks. Washington should have won that game. They should have. Saints might have won the Super Bowl if Washington won that game. So, (laughs) never know. You know what? I'm going to say something. Maybe controversial. Maybe not. depending, Depending on who you are. Of all the games that Tampa had on that road to win in the Super Bowl, that game with Washington was the hardest game they had. Here's here's my opinion on that game. If it wasn't COVID and there were fans, Washington would have won. Probably. They probably would have. Same thing when, when Tampa Bay went to New Orleans – and Tom Brady can make all the checks and and do everything he does, and they win that game. Not not saying that's the only reason they won, right? But um, to win three road games, 
to go to the Super Bowl when there's no fans or crowd noise. Right. Crowd noise is such a huge thing in the NFL. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm done bitching about Tampa Bay. So for Heineke, I'm gonna take the Falcons to win straight up. And I'm gonna I'm gonna wager two units. Okay, so you're taking with the four points, right? Yeah, I'm taking the four points. Two units? Two units. Okay. All right. Uh, now we've got – this is another good game. This one I think is kind of under the radar. This Season. is why I picked all those all the games this week because I couldn't decide. Yeah. Because there's too many good ones. Seahawks at Ravens. This one's under the radar, I think. Because you got Dolphins, Chiefs, you got – uh, Eagles, Cowboys, you got Bills, Bengals. This one is under the radar as far as a big game goes. This is kind of a big game. Baltimore is a six-point favorite. The over-under on this is 44. Yeah. Um, I don't like the six-point favorite here. I think Seattle has a decent chance to make this game close. Um, I, I think the over is going to hit in this one. I, th- I think it could hit by halftime. I like both of these offenses. Mm-hmm. Um, Lamar Jackson is 17-1 and one versus the NFC in his career. I don't know how to feel about that stat. If it's just like a weird anomaly or if it means something right so i i I do like baltimore to win this game i'm not sure if they'll win by six so i'm just gonna take raven i'm gonna take over 44 yeah i oh how many units uh four units i'm actually gonna go with you on this one I, i i think it is gonna hit over 44 i'm gonna say three units on that one Sounds good. All right. Uh, now we've got the Buccaneers at the Texans. Houston's a two and a half point favorite. Over under is 40. When is the last time the Houston Texans have been a favorite? Been a while. I don't know. Have they been favored this season? Uh, if they were, it might have been earlier in the year. Hmm. What's the if- over under? Uh, over under is 40. Okay. Two and a half, so a field goal game. Texans lost to Carolina last week. Yeah. Where, I don't know if you saw the end, but that one guy went offside like eight times in a row. Oh, geez. <laughs> and the kicker made the field goal finally, and then he rode off into the sunset <laughs> on his, on his uh, center's back. It was Kind of funny. Um, I, I think I think Houston could win by uh, by three here. Uh, I'm gonna just put one unit on this because sometimes Baker Mayfield shows up and he just balls out. Mm-hmm. It'd be one of those days. Um, I'm gonna take uh, Houston minus two and a half, one unit. I have Houston winning this game, but. I think I'm going to go with the over on this. Okay. Um, I'm going to put two units on it. I think Mike Evans is still a good wide receiver. And I think CJ Stroud's going to make some plays during this game. And it's going to lead to a lot of points. So I'm, I'm going to put two units on over 40. Is it 40.5 or just 40 straight 40. Up? Okay. How many units? Sorry. Two. Two units. All right. All right. Um, next game, and I, I'm going to take this one to start on the next one because I I have something I'm going to say here. All right. Uh, it is the Command Skins at the Patriots. New England is a three point favorite. The over under is forty and a half. So, I'm going to start off by saying this. I'm sure, for those of that you know that listen, know that I am a fan of fan of the Command Skins. You'd think that I'd be coming into this week sad, depressed, that they traded away Montez Sweat, they traded away Chase Young. 
while I am going to miss them, I'm not sad, and I'll tell you why. Number one, they played the Eagles great again this week, or this past week. Nobody matches up better. Exactly. They, I think, if you're going to pick between the two, the first one, they should have won that one. The second one, the one that we had this week, was just a good back-and-forth game. And the fact that they were able to put 31 up on that defense is impressive. Number two, they got a second-round draft pick from the Bears. We didn't mention that part, but they got a second-round draft pick from the Bears. It's basically going to be like a... High high pick, yeah. And they got a third round pick from San Francisco for Chase Young. That's that's strange how Chase Young would get less, yeah, than Montez Sweat. So when you look at Washington's draft board, the first two days alone, they have a first round pick, two second round picks and two third-round picks. They've got five draft picks in two days in that draft. And I I really think that's going to look good for them eventually down the line. Definitely. And I don't think that, you know, the fans should be sad, you know, like, oh, this season's over. They're only a game out of the last wild card spot, which is held by Minnesota at the moment. So they are not out of the mix. Not saying they'll get there, but they're just not out of the mix. New England is a tough team to figure out because one week they suck, they're bad, we're questioning Bill Belichick, and the next week, It's like, oh, my God, they're back. You know, they're back to their old ways. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to wager three units that it's going to be under 40 and a half points. I think Washington will win this game. I think they're going to be very motivated to come out, especially the way they had that game last week. And I think they're going to finish the job this week. It's 40 and a half. 40 and a half. I'm going to say it's under. How many units? Three. Three units. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think, um, I, I do think Washington plays Philly the, the best. I think they match up well. I think this could be a letdown week, unfortunately, for, for Washington. Um, after being so close to beating Philly and then losing. Um, New England's starting to play a little bit better. You, you just lost like two of your best pass rushers. How how's the morale going to be in the in the locker room? Mm-hmm. Uh, going on the road, I'm I'm taking the same bet as you. I'm doing um, under forty and a half. I just I don't think New England can score that many points. I think their defense will be a little bit better and, and kind of slow down Washington. So I, I'm going to take two units, put, put it on under, but I do think uh, new England will sneak out maybe a low score and win here, but hopefully for your sake, uh, the command skins to pull it off. Right. So I'm, I'm not going to pick new England to win with a, with a bet, but I, I am going to say that I do think they will win that, game. but I do have under 40 and a half. All right. Uh, next game we've got is the Colts at the Panthers. Colts are two and a half point favorite. The over under is 44. Yeah, I, um, I liked what I saw from Indy in the first half versus the Saints. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gardner Minshew was, was playing pretty good. I'm like, I was happy they did this, but I, I don't know why they stopped giving the ball to Jonathan Taylor. Like he had 90 yards on like five carries in the first quarter. And then for some reason, 
they brought Zach Moss in. He did pretty well too. But like Jonathan Taylor was going and they just kind of like, I don't know if he got an injury or, or they're just working him back. Um, I think if they, if they run the ball and some, and play some decent defense versus the rookie, I, I think the Colts can win easily here. I'm going to take the Colts minus two and a half. I'm going to put five units on. Okay. Um, you know, you you had said with Washington how this could be a letdown week. I I'm thinking the same thing with the Panthers. They won their first game of the year. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, Plus, the Bears have their first rounder, which is unbelievable. Yeah, one and two. Um, and I I think this is going to be a letdown week for them. So I'm going to take the Colts plus two and a half. I'm going to wager three units on that one. It's so is the Panthers the favorite? No, Colts are the, Oh, I'm sorry. Colts minus two and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I heard you say that at the beginning and then you said plus two. So I want to make that, sure. That was my mistake. How many units? Uh, what? I, I think I said three. Okay. All right. Now we got another biggie. Cowboys at Eagles. Philadelphia is a three-point favorite. The over-under is 47. Okay, so the Eagles had, I would say, a a letdown game last week. Mm -hmm. Where I think that maybe they were looking ahead. They end up winning the game, which is incredible. I'm because I set a five, five unit um, max because we're doing so many games. Yeah. I'm taking five units, Eagles minus three, but I would put 50 on this if I could. <laughs> I, I think the Eagles are going to destroy them. I really do. The last time Dallas played a really good team was against San Francisco. And they did not do good. This is another one right here where you got a big game, big time opponent. Most of the country is going to get this game. I do think Philly is going to win this game. However, I expect this to be a high scoring game. I'm going to wager five units that it is over. 47 points. Yeah, that's a that's a high over under for NFL, but yeah, I, I could see see it being in 50 range. I, I'll even do one further. I think this will be the highest scoring game of the week. So you're probably um, good with that with that over pick. You might be right. All right. Uh Next game, golly, do we have a 180 here? Giants at Raiders. Jesus. <laughs> this game has been relegated to the CFL, I heard. Um, Actually, Raiders, it's the CFL playoffs. We should almost throw those dudes in there, but you don't really know that. So, Yeah, I haven't paid much attention to the CFL. Raiders <laughs> are a one-and-a-half-point favorite for this game. And the over under is 37 and a half. Jesus. Daniel Jones is back. Yeah. If okay, the Giants almost won last week with minus 10 yards passing, mm-hmm. it would have been the most incredible thing ever. They almost set the record for most punts in a game. At halftime, I believe they were three. For 27 on third down, like oh, combined, man. the two New York teams. Um, the Raiders are more of a dumpster fire than the Giants. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones is back. He should be able to run away from Max Crosby a little bit. Um, Aiden O'Connell starting this game, I guess. You got a brand new coach. Some Sometimes... When a new coach comes in, it motivates the team. I, It's a long travel. You know what? I'm going to change this. 
I had the Giants plus one and a half. I'm going to take the Raiders because it was three points before. Now it's one and a half. I'm going to take one and a half. I'm just going to do one unit on this because I have no idea. Raiders right. minus one and a half. I'm going to I'm going to give you a stat <coughs> that I heard today. It, it, it has no like real significance to the game, but I just thought this was a very interesting stat. The Raiders have had as many head coaches in, I think it's like the last two and a half, three years, than the Steelers have had in the last 50 plus years. <laughs> That's incredible. The Steelers have only had three head coaches in the last 50 years. The Raiders have had three in like three years. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. Makes me glad I'm not a Raiders fan. Everyone bashes on the command skins. Look at the Raiders. Yeah, like it could be worse. It could be worse. You could be a Raiders fan. Exactly. I'm going to go one unit that this is under 37 and a half. I, I think this game could be under 10 and a half. <laughs> like nine, nine to no, nine six to three. Yeah, six to three. Yeah. 37 and a half. 37 and a half. I'm, yeah, one unit under 37 and a half. Now, the only way this goes over is with um, probably pick sixes. <laughs> <laughs> Which could happen because the Giants and Raiders. And Barkley would have to be like unstoppable that day. Yeah. Um, well, how many units do you want to do on this one? One. <laughs> there you go. One unit. This is our game of the week, everyone. Yep. Our Stone Cold Lock of the Week. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Well, when you're right 52% of the time, you're wrong 48% of the time. <laughs> A fifty-two. That's 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 okay. That's a great Simpsons line. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, now we go to the Sunday night game. Bills at Bengals. Bengals are two and a half point favorite. The over under is fifty and a half. Yeah, this is you know the game last year where Demar Hamlin had his thing happen to him. Mm -hmm. This was like is. Are the Buffalo Bills going to be thinking about that? Or are they going to be thinking about the Bengals? Right. The Bengals have really impressed me lately. Buffalo, I don't, I still don't know who they are. Are they the team that beat the Miami Dolphins? Or are they the team that lost to the Patriots and the Jets in week one when Aaron Rodgers played four plays? I like the Bengals here. What's the point spread? Uh, two and a half. Yeah, like you, a field goal at home, the way their offense is going. The Bills have one player. Like they have Josh Allen and they got Stephon Diggs. You, you, you stop. You stop Stephon Diggs. He gets all dramatic on the sideline. Josh Allen starts forcing him the ball. Create turnovers. They don't have a really a run game. Exactly. And, that, signed, and that's another team. They signed Leonard Fournette, but what's he going to do? Is he going to come in and, and carry the, the Bills to a win here? I, I like the Bengals. I, I think they're going to win pretty pretty easily here. Um, I'm going to take five units on this. Wow. I, I, feel, I feel very confident in the Bengals in this game. You know, we had talked about earlier the Chiefs not getting – a wide receiver. Yeah. No disrespect to Leonard Fournette, but you couldn't get a better running back. You know, if if you're the Buffalo Bills, why don't you just trade your first round pick for Saquon Barkley? Yeah, you're. You, it, it's going to be at the end of the first round, probably between twenty four and twenty nine, depending on how you do in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Saquon Barkley looks incredible when he's on the Giants. What or or offer for Derrick Henry? Yeah, or any of these guys. 
any of these running backs that are good players stuck in bad situations. Mm-hmm. I don't understand after watching what San Francisco did to get Christian McCaffrey out of Carolina. They gave up a second rounder and a third rounder. Well, we've been love- talking about San Francisco a lot and they're off this week. <laughs> yeah. I would love to go back and like see who Carolina drafted with those two picks. Right. Because like are they difference makers? They might be. I don't know personally who who they got with those actual picks. But the Buffalo Bills are not going to win a Super Bowl or even win a playoff game without a running game. Right. And so, like Leonard playoff Lenny they're hoping for maybe, but I just don't see it. So um, I'm going to go two units that this is under 50 and a half. I think it's going to be that type of game. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of fair bit of points for, for an NFL game. Two, just, two units, two units under 50 and a half. All right. Why don't you lead us on the next one? Here? Oh boy, get, boy, you gave me a thriller to end on. The Monday <laughs> night game, Chargers at Jets. The Chargers are three and a half point favorite. The over under is forty. Um, dear God, where are the Chargers favorites? A better question is why is it three and a half? Yeah. Okay. Before before I before I make my pick, I I, I got to get this off my chest because if I don't say it now, I probably will forget, and I'll never get to say. Okay. So this is going now for those of you that have heard me for a long time. You know the dollar bill from time to time can go on a little bit of a ranty. <laughs> strap in your seat or strap in your belts, folks. This is going to be a rant. All right. I'm ready. I saw this news during the week because we're now into the point of the season where the NFL can flex a Sunday night game. Yep. You off the top of your head know what the Sunday night game is next week. I do. Would you like to tell everybody? It's the Jets and Raiders. Okay. <laughs> Who you mean to t- you mean to tell me out of all the other games on Sunday that you can't flex the Jets and the Raiders? <laughs> Why not the Giants and the Cowboys? Oh, so wait, they already did it earlier this we year. Are, we okay. already saw that in prime time. Well, how about Tennessee and Tampa. That could be yeah. an interesting. How about San Francisco and Jacksonville? There's a good game to flex. Or yeah. maybe Baltimore and Cleveland. But no, well, you don't have a game to flex. You know what? I always wished. I, I wish they've had the worst game of the week as the primetime game. So we could all sit there and watch these two terrible teams. And we're going to get it next week. Yeah. So I I, th- I might be on the opposite side here. I like watching bad football in prime time and criticizing football players. Okay. Now, now, now the only games they can't flex, the Thursday night game, obviously, and the morning games is something. And the right? morning game because it's in Germany, which I get. I mean, I don't know. It, it just really you can't flex the Jets and the Raiders. Why, why don't you play the movie Heidi? Instead of that, <laughs> I wonder how many people will have a game. rule where if okay, so everyone knows why the Jets are in prime time this season. Oh, yeah, because of Aaron Rodgers, exactly. Soon as your quarterback gets injured for the season, flex out their games like right away. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants. I, I'm sorry. Like it's been kind of nice watching Zach Wilson try to become a quarterback. I always 
I always defended that pick. I, I, I remember there was talk about him going over Trevor Lawrence. I thought that was kind of crazy, but people talked about that. And do we really need to see teams once their quarterback is out in primetime every week? Just bury them on Sunday morning, please. Have, have their if, games if, at if 6 a.m. If that's the reason why they're in primetime. And, and the Jets being in primetime like six times this year is because of Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, it is. The Raiders are in primetime because people love the Raiders. They have a big following. Oh, yeah. It's not like they expected Jimmy Garoppolo to do anything with that team this year. So, you know what? I wish I could say I don't care, which I don't, but I have to do a pick. Uh, two units, Chargers. Minus three and a half. <laughs> oh, man. So bitter. <laughs> Love it. Like I said, had to get it off my chest today instead of next week because I probably would forget. Okay. Um, my, uh, my favorite co-host. <laughs> you know the phrase charging. No, I don't. You don't? Okay. So, well, let me explain it to you. Please do. This is when the Chargers are playing a football game. They have a big lead, and they piss it away. It's called chargering. They do it all the time. And that's what's going to happen in this game. The Chargers will probably get off to a lead. They'll start thinking that they're a good football team, and then they'll charger it away. I got the Jets here, plus three and a half. All they're, right. at home. they're at home. This is a long travel for LA. The fireman Ed's going to be going. He's going to probably get primed in the morning, so he's going to be ready to go. Jets plus three and a half. I'm going to put three units on that. Okay. And that would be that's the Monday night game, right? So it's the it's Monday big, night game. Eagles and Bills. Good. I was very surprised the Cowboys Eagles wasn't the Sunday nighter. No, Bills and Bengals the Bills there. No, no, that's good. That's good. So all right. That's all the games. Holy uh, mercifully, that is it. I, you were working <laughs> there, buddy. All right. So let me add well, why you do that. Why don't I uh, give our weekly Usual reminder to our listeners, if you guys have a gambling problem, which, you know, it happens, please get some help. We do this as just for fun. We don't wager any money on this. We just do this for fun. So if you have a problem, if you have a gambling problem, please consult someone right away. They will help you. Yes. Well, well said. Um, you've wagered um, 31 units this week. So if you lose every game, you'll be down to minus 41 units. Then I'm going to have to go to my parents. <laughs> Ask mommy for a loan. Yep, sure will. Don't, don't do that. If you lose your money gambling, don't <laughs> get a loan to continue gambling. Exactly. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I just have to add up mine here. So if you want to keep uh All right. saying um let's see what else is going on. Uh you know what? I'm I'm gonna mention this. Uh Missouri and Georgia are gonna be playing tomorrow. I'm not saying Missouri's gonna win that game, but I'm gonna give them a puncher's chance. In this game, they almost beat Georgia last year. Yes, the game is in Athens, but I think Missouri, you know, might want to keep an eye out on them. They, uh, they, they could uh, bring big danger to the Bulldogs on Saturday. So, I have wagered forty-one units. Wow! So it's kind of funny if um, I lose. All my picks, I'll be down to minus 40 units. So I'd still be beating you if 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 you I lose others. But but um that can happen because we had opposite picks. So 
There we go. I'm excited for this week, and I, I like the idea of doing all NFL. Yeah, we won't be doing this very often, folks. So. No, no, this is, I thought this week was like a lot of good games. Mm-hmm. Next week, we might, like, once it gets closer to like maybe the college football playoff where games are even more important, we might mm-hmm. do a lot more college football. We'll, we'll definitely mix in some other sports as well. So, yeah. um, I should, I should mention to our uh, Canadian um, listeners that it is the CFL first round playoffs this week. So we do have two semifinal matchups, um, Calgary Stampeders at the BC Lions and then Hamilton Tiger Cats at uh, Montreal Alouettes. Wow, when's the last time Hamilton made the playoffs? They've made it a lot, actually. Oh, okay. Like in the CFL, there's nine teams and six make it. Right. So... Mating the playoffs isn't that hard to be honest to do um, in this league. So it, it, it does come down to the matchups and to get to the championship. So, yeah. but yeah, it is first on Saturday this week. So there will be two, two games and then the winners will face the number one seeds on each, each division. So should be, uh, should be fun for us here. And, and uh, almost forgot to mention tomorrow is the breeders cup. For you yes. racing fans, so check that. And out. it's uh two two days or something, right? Yeah, they had the first day today, and then it used to be one day, right? Yeah, it used to be oh. one big long day. Not split. Mm-hmm. Okay. So well, that's yeah. I always enjoyed uh enjoyed um, watching horses and stuff too. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, everybody, uh, have fun this weekend. Uh, there's a lot of sports to watch and a lot to uh, wager on. So come back next week and we'll see how we did. So uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you all next week. Thanks so much, everybody.